Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's January 2nd, 2019, and welcome to a new year. And I'm hoping you guys all had a wonderful celebration bringing in the new year. And I hope that you can have some great outcomes for the coming year as you had made plans to do so. And let's make sure that we stick to it and move forward in a very highly determined fashion that I know you have in that excitement when you originally made that goal coming into this year. So I'm here to help you out in any way that we possibly can, and I'm here to make that work for you. So let's have a great year. Let's start today, however, brand new, new day, and let's not keep in keeping the mindset that, well, I got a brand new year ahead of me. As you saw in my email today, if you have if, if you've read it, um, I don't want you guys to be deceiving yourself into thinking that, well, it's a new year and brand new things are going to change. Guys, it's right now here in the moment that we make our changes and we take actions and move forward in all that we do. Yes, it's a great time to have some new plans, some new refreshing ideas, always, no question about it, and not just doing it because others are doing it, but because it's important for you. But I want you to take a look at doing this kind of thing every day or as often as possible, but you uh, obviously you have your long-term plans, but this is real important. So let's again have a great year ahead, start today, and we're going to begin this whole trek of the new year this next few days that we're going to be doing this probably going into a little bit of next week but for sure we're going to start today with what uh, what I want to get into is the ideas of lead generation you know your only way that you're going to achieve your goals this year is by going out and speaking to people so we're going to talk about a couple of different things that you can do to make that happen so you can get the outcomes that you want now again when it comes to building your business, guys, there's two people, there's two types of people that we can get business from. There's people that we know and people that we don't know. If you only work with people that you know, very typically you're going to only get a certain amount of business, especially if you're building your business from scratch or restarting your business. It's not going to be that easy to do at least a, a bunch of deals, okay? You might, you might have some good success with that, but let's not just focus on that simply because it could limit us in the outcome that we want, okay? So unless you have a really, really strong database of people that you can work with, and I know a few of you that are my clients do have that capability, we got to still work that strategically. But again, I don't want to go into this, and I want to digress here, but I want you to think about there's two types of people, people we know, people we don't want to know, that we don't know. And the, the way we want to think about building our business, especially coming into this new year and beyond, is to think about building a productive business, one that's always growing. And the best way to make that happen is to work with both of those parties. Because think about it, guys. Isn't it true the people that you currently know now were probably originally people you didn't know before? <laughs> okay? Something to think about, isn't it? So let's keep that in mind as we go forward. So today I want to talk about the expired listing. Okay? Guys, in today's market, the expired listing is an enormous source of business. Okay? Now, you might be in markets where you don't have a ton 
on, and I get that, but it doesn't keep us from working that market and or being for sure prepared for it when it does come around. I know in South Florida, we've got a fairly robust expired market here in all three counties. Um, so, but, that, but keeping that in mind, it's very important that uh, you understand how to best work this. So we're going to answer some of those questions today as I put in my email and keep that moving forward. So although expired listings may not be one of the largest sources of business available today, it will be in the future and it will help you to grow your business. Now, a lot of agents object to calling. I'm not sure why, but I do probably fundamentally understand why. I'm not going to get into that now. But a lot of agents object to calling expireds because the homeowner has already had a tough experience. So they fear that most of the time, you guys, you're just in a fear that they've had a bad experience and you want to be, be the, 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 the hit on the head when you call them up and, and have to take that the brunt of their response to you. Okay, and in most cases, uh, it, it, they had a tough experience. A lot of times, and it's not because of you; it's because of somebody else. You got to keep that in mind. So we've been. I'm going to go through some tips today on how to work with expired, so you can successfully prospect them because it's a very, very powerful area. So let's first of all talk about why do homes expire in the first place? Prices, obviously, is a main reason. Okay. There is a lack of agent communication with the homeowner, and there's no collaboration, as I like to call it. There is, number three, a lack of agent skills when pricing a home correctly. Quite amazing, isn't it? Okay, in the beginning. Then the agent doesn't follow up with the right price reductions as necessary. They, may, they recommend a price. Even though it's high, they never have the skill or the desire or they have a fear of never communicating with the client to talk to them about getting the price reduced to get the property sold. There's a lack of cor uh, correcting the items identified by the agent when negative feedback is, is uh, given by other agents who've looked at the house. Okay, And it's, it's pretty incredible because... Again, it really is the problem of the agent, okay? The seller probably knows it exists, but they're not going to do anything because nobody's pushing them or holding them accountable to it. And if they have, then the agent is going to be up to them to decide that, hey, I'm out of this deal. I'm going to fire the seller and move on. But 99.999% of the time, it never happens because most agents will keep the listing. They'll never confront the seller and not do anything about it. The other reason, the last reason why homes don't sell or why they expire is marketing okay by the other agent was not at the highest level marketing they don't have a marketing plan of action they don't have anything in stone that they're going to go out there and do every day and that's something to really really consider especially you guys who go at least through my coaching we talk about a marketing plan of action one that gets a property sold in a very aggressive and powerful fashion so why are expired so important number one if the homeowner still has to sell and they're very motivated, which means that it's easier to set the correct price when the listing has expired at the end of the day. <clears throat> Excuse me, if they are motivated and they still have to sell. Number two, since the agent already knows what the wrong price is, it's much easier to set the correct price. Keep that in mind, guys, especially when that's the, one of the main reasons why property doesn't sell is because of that price. Number three, why are, uh, why are expired so important? Number three is by listening to feedback about the previous agent, the agent knows what needs to be fixed. 
Okay. What do you think, Mr. Seller, kept the home from selling? Okay. Very simple question. They'll tell you, I'm not sure, the other agent, they, they never told me what happened. That can help us understand what was wrong, even though it's not a bunch of feedback. They, a lot of times people just don't know the answer because they never talk to their agent. Okay? They're important because, number four, the sellers are more cooperative and desperate to do what it takes to get the home sold, get it fixed, get it staged, get it priced, etc., so they can move forward. And then as the second and third agent, your days on market or on an expired is typically far less than for the first agent, okay? We'll often see a listing comes on the market, goes on for six months, even a year in some cases, <clears throat> somebody brand new comes in, even if it's a second or third agent, that home will sell pretty quickly uh, because of the nature of the of the changes. Because again, the seller's motivation is still there. It may not be at the peak in the very first agent, but now it's really there, and they want to do something about it. So you take it, you stage it, you price it correctly, etc., and get the property move forward. What to say is the next point I want to talk to you about. What to say to them when you do call. Keep in mind there's a few goals that you want to have in mind when it comes to prospecting the expired listings, okay? You want to determine quickly if they're still motivated to sell, okay? Have to versus want to. They have to sell versus want to. There's a big difference in motivation when somebody has to do something versus they just want to do it to make some money or, you know, they're thinking about downsizing because the house is too big. But we don't have to. We love it here. We've been here for 400 years, and we really don't have to do anything, okay? There's another goal here is to find out their motivation. Why are they selling, okay? Why are they selling? Number three, find out their time frame. Okay, all three of these points highlight motivation, why they're selling, their motivation to want to sell, and their time frame. Okay, number four, what to say when you can call them is to create hope that the home will sell. Okay, listen, Mr. Seller, do you want to still sell the house? Yes, great. I can sell it for you. When today would be a good time for me to stop by? Five or six o'clock so I can show you what I will do to get the house sold and get you where you want to go. Period. End of story. Can they give you a response? Well, what are you going to do different? I'm going to do, I'm not sure what other people do, but I know what I do to get home sold. And when we sit down today, we can certainly talk about that. Okay, guys, listen, at the end of the day, if you could create hope that I can do the job, and that comes with authority and confidence coming out of your voice, your body language, the way you sound, and the, and the words that you're going to use all combined together presents hope to people. Okay, gosh, man, I don't know what happened. They're thinking to themselves, and then you come in, knight in shining armor, and boom, you can have a solution to their problem. Number five is the next point is you're close for the appointment. Okay, close for the appointment. When you specialize in helping sellers just like them, then tell them that. I can sell your home fast, get the results through working with what I do to get homes sold. Okay, guys, close for an appointment. Okay, how often? Until you get the appointment. When do you stop? Never. Okay, yeah, you wait until they hang up on you. Okay, call them back and say, I'm sorry, we got disconnected. What I was sharing with you, Mr. Seller, is I can come by today at 5 or at 6 o'clock be better because you said you do want to sell, don't you? And so at the end of the day, guys, push, your, push the envelope. 
and close them. Okay, close, ask for the appointment. Don't give up on the first, second, or even third or fourth time when it comes to closing the appointment. We'll talk about that in another call, potentially this week or maybe next week. Okay. The next thing uh, when you call, the more consistent you are in calling, the more consistent your results will be. Keep this in mind. The more persistent you are with your expired listings, following up with them, the more appointments you will set. You got to practice your scripts, your dialogues, role play them consistently, okay, when it comes to winning more often with expired listings. If you're winging your calls, okay, hi, I'm calling about your house that you had for sale, do you still want to sell it? Or I'm calling about the job of selling your home. I mean, come on, I'm applying for the job of selling your home. Okay, I'm calling to sell your home. Okay, you're, you're, you can call, you can say whatever you want there. You want to apply for the job? Okay, apply for the job. Mr. Seller, I'm calling about your home. Do you still want to sell? Yes, great. When can I come by and help you get it sold? Boom, you're right there. The number of contacts you'll make at the end of the day, you've got to continue to contact expired listings all the time. Okay, very, very important. The other thing I want you to keep in mind is don't give up. Okay, keep the mindset of service to help them get the help that they need, to help them get the help that they need and they want. Okay, you can overcome a lot of the fear and apprehension. Remember, guys, they're not going to be happy campers when you're calling. You've got to get this in your mind, and that's going to be a part of the deal. Just accept that. If they're pissed off, be pissed off with them. You know, I can't believe it. All of a sudden, everybody's calling me out of the ward. You know what? I would be upset, too. I would be. I don't know about you listening to me on this call today, but I'm going to I'm going to get into your mindset that they're, if they if they are okay, I don't want anybody to be upset when I call them. But if they are, I'm going to align with it. I'm going to respect it. I'm going to understand it. And I'm going to acknowledge it. I understand that you're pissed off. I understand that you're upset. Okay. If they say, I'm pissed off at you guys, say, you know what, I would be pissed off too. Give them the same response that they said. Use exactly the same words that they said, okay? You guys are all full of bullshit. Oh, yeah, you know what, a lot of agents I work with are full of bullshit too. I agree with you. You know, it seems like they shouldn't be, but they are. Say it, okay? They're going to go, whoa, hold on a minute, this guy's just like me. When can you come over and tell me how it's on my home? Okay, so keep that in mind. Set realistic goals, guys. You know, if you've never processed expires before, then calling anyone for any reason is going to be challenging. Okay, so decide to at least get an appointment this week with an expired listing. Very, very important. And and ask these guys a lot of questions. You know, you should have a script in front of you. If you need one, reach out to me, Mike and Mike Husson. I'll send you my script. It's very simple, very direct, very qualifying uh, way to get into an appointment with most of most expireds, as long as you're calling them. I mean, I got clients who have very few expireds in their marketplace, but they're calling them and they're getting great results, even with the handful that they're calling because of the simplicity of the script that I put together. Okay, so let's wrap this up with some thoughts here. Just a quick thing. Why do expireds resist you? Okay, the main reason is fear. They don't know what they're going to do when they, uh, they don't know what to do or where to turn for help. Okay, they're freaked out. As much as we don't think they are, they're freaked out that their house didn't sell, especially when they got to sell. Okay, they're very nervous about that. The other reason they resist you is there's also the embarrassment or ego 
about it not selling. Oh, I can't believe my house didn't sell. This is my home. It was a beautiful place and a beautiful location with great schools and a good this and a good that. And their ego and they're embarrassed about the problem. Next, the seller may be financially stressed and depressed, and they're not going to tell you about it. Thus, they are generally non-responsive due to depression, mental depression. Okay? Oftentimes, guys, when people are in this position of financial stress, they might be needing to liquidate because they can't afford the house anymore. Even though they say they want to move to a smaller home, they may need a smaller mortgage payment. Okay? So you just keep your mind open to what these possibilities might be, and it's going to be your job. Okay? It's going to be your, not their job. Their job is to, their job is to answer questions that you ask them. And if you don't ask them questions, if you act like a silly, wet fish on the phone or face-to-face with these people, then you're not going to get anywhere with them, and you're not going to overcome these particular challenges, why they resist you, okay? A great salesperson builds great relationships by asking great questions, thus building a great amount of trust and credibility, thus causing them to open open up to you more often, okay? If these people are having a financial problem, if they got fear, if they're embarrassed, that they listen, don't worry, Mr. Seller, I got you covered. And I guarantee that I will sell your home. I guarantee it in writing. Put the darn thing in writing, guys. I will guarantee I will sell your home. I will guarantee that if I don't call you on a weekly basis, you can fire my ass. Put that in writing. I, 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 I implore you, put that in writing. I've got my clients doing it. Okay, at least most of them, some are just transitioning, making that change right now. I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. Put this in writing, guarantee it. Or, and the last thing, guys, here, the last couple of points here, why they resist you is they may be in denial or believing that false information about the market and their home's ability to sell. We've got to be honest with them, guys. If it's a slow-moving market, a flatter, declining area, we've got to let them know that. Okay, some agents come in and, oh, yeah, we can sell it in 30 days. Listen, if you can do that, great, price it correctly. You can probably sell it if it's priced right, okay, all else being equal, condition, location, other things like that. But fundamentally, a house can't be sold in the next day. I mean, I bought houses in one morning and sold it in the afternoon. That's how quickly properties can sell. But let's not uh, let's get them out of the mindset that if the market is imperfect that it is a perfect market. Let's talk about reality with them and then we'll plan it accordingly. And the last thing is they had a bad experience and they don't want to repeat the same thing. Don't be the one that does that. If you're not going to give them the service that they deserve, then I'm going to tell you don't call expired listings. Don't even step into that world because you don't need to be ruining the reputation of every other agent who wants to help these people out. Okay, I don't want to be the boogie boogie here guy, but at the end of the day, guys, don't do it if you're going to give a bad experience. I don't think because you're listening to these calls at realprofitbuilders.com, you're on this call now, that your brain is not wrapped around giving bad service because we've talked about it many different ways. I think I've given you enough content here to make sure that you're going to be much better at at what you do than 99.9% of all the other agents. But keep in mind, they just don't want to have the 
a, a repeat of that experience that they had before. Okay, guys? So I'm going to wrap this up by saying go out there, get your list. Right now they're proliferating, okay? I saw the count today. I get them every day, and it's pretty high. First of the year, it's the first of the month, and it's really a good time. And, guys, squeeze it out this week. Listen, there's a bunch of agents who are still not working. They're going to be back on the next week, okay? And even at that, they're still not calling them because there's not a heck of a lot of competition out there in calling expired listings. Next day, well, next couple of days, we'll talk about FISBOs. We'll talk about centers of influence. We'll talk about other areas, FURBOs. Don't ask me what that is now, but FURBOs, it's not a bear, but you'll like it. Have a great day, guys. Any questions, Mike and Mike Husson, go to realprofitbuilders.com. Listen to this and all the other recordings. And guys, please make sure that you follow the podcast. It's there for you. When I post stuff, you'll get an automatic notification. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.